0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Vault. I'm Anthony.
1: And I'm Chris Epps. Chris. And uh, fortunately, Paige couldn't be here with us today. Yeah,
0: Paige, um, Paige right now is um, you know, she's uh she's doing um, she's uh, you know, handling some uh, some family stuff and she's uh, got a lot going work-wise. Uh, she's handling a new uh, commercial project, um, a, a new commercial, and uh, has a new film project coming up. Um, Paige is a workaholic, man. Uh, Paige, uh, that's the definition of um, a strong Black woman in film. She has a lot going on. Um, she's going to come back to the podcast. It's just right now she's handling a lot of business, and uh, we uh, can't wait for her to come back. Feels weird, man. It feels, it feels like a part is missing.
1: Yeah, man, it does, you know, Um, and uh, yeah, Paige is definitely one of the hardest working people I know, which is crazy, because it's like, she, 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 like, when you meet her, she doesn't come off as that person that will, like, work her butt off, but, like, once you get to know her, you're like, yo, you, you really put in a lot of work, and, um, you know, it's work behind the scenes, you know, and also work that you can notice in front of the scene so she comes fun. off yeah like like a
0: quick page appreciation moment she just comes off so laid back humble you know what i mean um and when you talk to her it's like you realize like 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 dude you
1: just finished the film you already working on the next one dude, like, you know <laughs> that's the crazy part is like she she literally just did finish a film is it is, is it out yet i don't know if meeting boone is out yet i'll um we'll get with her and find
0: out for sure Um, but, uh, Meeting Boone was the one she just got done with. Yeah. And now she's working on a new one. It's like, um, and before Meeting Boone, there was
1: another one. Um, yeah, Paige, (laughs) Paige stays working. Yeah, man, for real. I'm, 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 I'm trying to get to to her level again, you know, for, for me, I got, you know, I got a wife and kids. So my responsibilities are, you know, a little bit spread, you know, spread out. So I have, you don't have a life. Yeah, Yeah. basically. Your your, your your life is your
0: kids and uh and your wife so you're dealing yes. with um three people that depend on you
1: pretty pretty much so so for me i've i've you know i have a goal where i'm gonna come out with one or two really creative projects a year this year i'm not gonna come out with any films but i'm gonna come out with some spec commercials and things like that so okay that but yeah
0: that's dope yeah, uh, right now I just got one person, a wife that depends on me. But you know, she's grown. I leave, I leave her to depend on <laughs> oh, herself man. until it's until coming, I can save her. Man. It's I, know. Coming, dog. I know, I know. I'm cherishing <laughs> this time as much as I can, where it's like, hey, I'm an adult. You're an adult.
1: Uh, By now, yep, <laughs> yep. it's not like that. Once you guys have a, a little one or a couple little ones. But I could tell you this, though, here's a little bit of advice, you know, um, if you have one kid, I'd say just wait just you know, at least two years. If, if, if you plan on having one, you know, hey, that won't be the end. But if you're kind of having two and, or more and you don't want the age gaps to be, you know, too far apart, you could wait two or three years. Because once that second one comes, man, I'm telling you, the difficulty level increases 100 percent. Not 20, not 50, 100 percent. I know.
0: I know. Um, yeah, the, the main thing I've heard from every parent is like, oh man, you know, it's a blessing, but you know, you, you, you gotta, you gotta work to get to that, to that real blessing. (laughs) It's a great moment when they come out and you crying, like, oh my God, this came from, from me, this came from my, Mm -hmm. from my sperm. And then later on, it's like, oh man, maybe I should have wore something that (laughs) night. (laughs) Maybe maybe I'm just not ready for this yet. (laughs) I'm joking, I'm
1: joking. I know you don't feel uh, that way. I'm joking. Hey, 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 man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real. As parents, we are have those moments where it's like, man, shoot, maybe I shoulda, you know, had something on that night. Yeah, you, you right. You 100 right, bro. But you know, it is a, it is a treasure as well. So, you know, if it, I could rewind time, you know, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Look, man. I, I know. I know
0: it's a blessing. I know it's a blessing. I'm just teasing you. Um. Yeah, man, I I know that day is coming, but uh, I'm cherishing the time I have now. Yeah, man, please do. All right, well. Um, so anyway,
1: man, what's this? What's this episode
0: about, man? This episode is called "A List for Chris," and um, one of the things I've learned about you in the time I've gotten to know you is that you um, you 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 haven't seen a lot of great classic black films.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I, I I blame it all on, on my mom. I blame it all on her. Um, when I was coming up, you know, she tried to protect me, you know, from, you know, being being exposed to too much. And mm-hmm. um, so I so I kind of had to, you know, like when when I heard people were watching, you know, certain films and things like that, I was like, well, I've never seen that. So, you know, as I was coming up in the years, you know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, all the way up to eighth grade, you know more films came out, and I just fell further and further behind, and then when I got to high school, I went to, I went to Cast Tech. Okay. I, ain't, you know, I didn't really know that many films, and so I had to kind of just watch BET, and so whatever came on BET is what I would watch sometimes, if I was interested in it. So, um, so I missed out. BET aired a lot of black films back in the day. I'm
0: sure you've probably seen Baby Boy about a hundred times course, by now. Oh, of
1: course, I've definitely seen. You know, I'm
0: sure you. Oh, I'm sure man. you got that movie memorized. The censored version, though, front to back. <laughs> the censored version. <laughs> but um, okay, all right. So you got some background here. I thought I was uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought I'm, I was. I'm, I'm, watching... I'm not a newborn. Okay,
1: I'm not a all newborn. right. <laughs> I thought I was. I thought I, I, I was. I'd say I'm talking about ten years born. old. I'm about 10 years old when it comes to films. Because I was going to be like, okay, so this guy
0: right here, his name is Spike Lee. You know, I thought
1: that's who I was was talking to. I thought I really had to break down a list to you. No, man. No, it's not not that deep. But, you know, I definitely need to catch up for sure. All right. So, look, I got a list here. Um,
0: Now, these films, I feel like when we get to the end of the episode we're going to break down the most important ones and i know like i said i know you got a wife i know you got kids you got things to do but until we meet again the following week uh let's say we'll let's say the top 5 uh um, we'll, we'll we'll have you give you an assignment to watch so i got to split up here from uh black cinema to uh hood films and i know we had a i know i had a debate with Paige. the other episode it was like well hood films are black cinema yeah and I got some black cinema here that could that could go as a hood film. And I got hood films here that could go as black cinema. You know, it mm-hmm. can be interchangeable. Um, but sometimes you just know the difference. Uh so yeah, I got this list split up, but before we get into any of this, because I, I gotta know, did you watch Heat? Did I watch Heat? Oh no, I didn't watch it yet. I didn't watch oh, it man. yet. Look, man, even though that's not a Black film, I need you to watch
1: that immediately. Okay, so okay, so what's what's he about again? Cause I forgot since Look, we talked about it last. This might be the most
0: simplistic way to describe it, um, cops and robbers. But it, it's way more intense and epic than that. It's made by one of my favorite directors, Michael Mann. Um, and again, you know, to, to the audience out there, I noticed that Michael Mann is a white American filmmaker. This is not a black film, but. If you follow the last episode, we really asked, we really grilled Chris about not seeing this movie. Um, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Um, Al Pacino is a detective. Robert De Niro is a um, is a bank robber. You know, but he's a sophisticated bank robber. You know, he's he's experienced. He's sleek. Um, he um, he tries not to leave uh, any frills in his in his game. And Al Pacino is a great detective. Terrible home life like terrible life at home with his family that he has to control, but he's great at his job. Um, And Al Pacino is an existential loner. And you know, the reason this film is so great, because just give you a little history here. um, At the time when it came out, the only thing we kind of knew about Pacino and um, De Niro being together was Godfather part two. And they weren't even together in that film, they just played two important characters um, in different sections of the film. Um, you've seen that movie,
1: right uh the the Godfather yeah part two uh part part two part, i haven't i haven't seen part one or part two whoa <laughs> all right just yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leave we're gonna leave room for another episode to
0: discuss this i ain't I ain't gonna go in on you this episode we're gonna wait because gangster films are kind of black are kind of are kind of hood films too symbolically but um anyway. Uh, so basically, this was a film where we finally see De Niro and Pacino both in the same film on the same, on the same screen. Um, there's very few scenes in the movie where they're together. There's this great centerpiece scene where they both meet in a diner. It's like one of the best scenes of all time in American cinema. Um, but, dude, this film has action. You know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a great thriller, great crime drama um has some has some good humor moments but this this is the this is like a just a great masculine action drama dude like this is one of the best um if, if people want to if you want people to tell you hey man what's a great action film i i bet you Heat is in the top 10. um it's just an epic an epic story of cops and robbers well a cop mm-hmm. and a robber
1: okay so so if you, if you were to compare it to like training day because you know that's that's one of my favorite films i, I could watch that, that that film over and over and over again if you were to compare it to that how does i'd, compare I'd
0: say the atmosphere of this movie may have influenced training day i'm not yeah. going to quote myself i'm not going to quote that but i feel like mm-hmm. <clears throat> not so much the story but the the gritty atmosphere of it um because michael mann is great on atmosphere cinematography vibe
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i think the atmosphere uh inspired a training day you know what i mean like um it's just it's just a well-told masculine film dude like i might even show it to my wife tonight because i know i know damn well she hasn't seen heat um i know the films my wife has watched she hasn't watched a lot of black films either uh you know she might think they they might make her mad because they're too sad or you know, whatever whatever her case may be, but um, even though Heat isn't a black film, like I said, but it's uh, I say the atmosphere may have may have inspired the atmosphere of Training Day.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm interested from that from that review that you gave. I I'll have to check it out. Is this on Amazon Prime, Netflix, like where is it now? If you know, I will
0: let you know that by the end of this episode. But um. You know let's not waste too much time i just really needed to before you watch the five that we'll get from from this mixed list uh that that needs to be top of the list so six films for you <laughs>
1: all right Michelle.
0: i think it's on stars um
1: but uh all
0: right so what you want to start off with first um what you want to start off with black
1: cinema or hood films oh. Um, Dang, you kind of put me in a hard, a hard position. Uh, Black cinema or hood films, like...
0: Not really a rocket science question,
1: no. I mean, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, do I want to go with, you know, a nice drama classic or do I want to go with something that's, that's a little bit in your face and gritty? All right, um, we're going to start off with black cinema. Uh,
0: <laughs> all, right, okay, okay. all right, um... <laughs> uh so listen if you've seen this you know don't take it as me um you know kind of underestimating you just just let me know if you
1: you haven't uh Mm -hmm. color purple of course yeah i've seen that multiple times okay all right all right
0: so we got one for O.
1: um got one
0: so i'm gonna name off some f gary gray films um because for a minute he was just you know cranking out all the classics um set it off
1: no, I don't think I've seen that. No. I've okay. heard of it. Haven't seen it. Okay. All right. All right. All right.
0: We're gonna put that down. All right. I feel like we're playing that game from that great Chappelle show um skit, uh where it's like Jeopardy. Um, mm-hmm. but I forgot what the name of the segment was. I don't know. I don't I don't think I saw that episode. Have you seen Chappelle Show? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, don't yeah, be offended. I'm just, show. I'm just asking <laughs> questions. Have
0: you seen Chappelle's
1: yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen, I've seen the Chappelle show. That one, we could definitely cross that one off the list. How many episodes of Chappelle's show? Oh man, how, how many seasons were there? I've right, seen. We're gonna we add Chappelle's I, I say, show to the list. We're gonna add Chappelle's say, show to I the say list. I've seen, I've seen probably about ninety percent of it. Ninety percent of it, like all of the like the top like highlight stuff. I, I could, I could probably talk about like the. The racial draft, the um uh, what else? The uh Charlie Murphy in Prince. Um, like I can name some stuff off.
0: Okay, if you know that stuff, then you know all right, all right, all right. I, I just got a little concerned when you asked me how many seasons <laughs> were it? I'm like, uh, we might have to add that to the list. <laughs> no, we no. didn't say TV shows, but we might we 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 might we might to make an exception. But um, okay, set it off is on the list. F. Gary Gray has made a lot of like very legendary films in his time. Um, the Negotiator, I guess that could count. You have seen The Negotiator with no, Samuel Jackson and that. Kevin Spacey? Nope. Really? Nope. Mm. Okay, Negotiator uh, is a pretty good thriller. Like I feel like you would okay. you 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 really like that film. It's another F. Gary Gray film. Um, straight out of Compton.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. All right. All right. That kind of kind of counts as hood cinema, but you know, being that I'm that we're talking about F. Gary Gray, I'm trying to keep it, you know, um, keep it more in line. Um, mm-hmm. Be cool. You seen that?
1: Oh. Oh man. Yeah, I saw that a long time ago. Is a uh, Queen Queen Latif is in that?
0: <laughs> no, uh John Travolta. Sage the Entertainer, Andre 3000, Uma Thurman, oh no 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 no, The Rock. Never mind. It's it's no. a sequel to Get Shorty, but um, I, I would classify that as a black film. I I I wouldn't call it neither hood film nor black cinema. I I would just call it like a black film. That's kind of okay. like that murky in between line. Um, but like I said, it's a sequel to Get Shorty, which was directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. But you don't have to see the first film to to, to get into that movie.
1: Oh wait, you know what? No, I I have seen this. But it was just a really long time ago. Yep, I've seen this. Okay. Okay. I recognize the, the the poster. It's been a while, but yeah. It's an older movie. Yeah, it's an yeah. older movie.
0: All right. Um let's move on to John Singleton. So you said you saw Baby Boy. Um mm-hmm, Of course. Do I have to ask? Boys in the Hood? Yes, I've seen that too. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh Poetic Justice? Seen that. Okay. All right. All right. You, you, you're impressing me here. You got, you got some sing- singleton to your repertoire here. Um, Jackson and Tupac. Of course, uh, higher learning.
1: Um, no. Yeah. That's kind and of the only reason it. I say, no, I feel like I've seen part of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah. That's
0: one of his more, uh, underrated ones. So I'm gonna, I ain't gonna hold that one against you. Uh, four
1: brothers. Yes. Mark Wahlberg, Andre Andre, 3000. Okay. Okay. All right. So, right. All right. We're
0: good on that one. Um, now, there's some Spike films. Like, um, Spike has made a lot of films in his day. But I want to put out the most important ones to you. Malcolm X? <laughs>
1: nope. I haven't seen that.
0: Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, man. You just you, you put your credibility down a little bit. You, you just <laughs> Wait, said Okay. That. So, my... my, my Malcolm X is, is 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 one with with Denzel Washington, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that one.
0: Okay, now this one is the most. M- Malcolm X is very important,
1: but this one is like very, very important. Do the right thing. Yes, I saw that in a film class. So yeah, they that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Saw that one. All right. That's like that's almost like the Black Citizen Kane right there
0: that film (laughs) to me to me it is yeah um yeah okay what what other what other spike classics uh crooklyn it's an underrated one nope never even heard of it i think you would i think you would very much enjoy crooklyn um it's very nostalgic um i think any i think any black man or black woman can enjoy that film so we'll just uh we'll put that as a maybe because I, I wanna get the essentials from this list for you to watch. Um, Malcolm X is definitely one of them. Set It Off, definitely one of them uh, as we as we go along here. But um okay, okay, you seen Jungle Fever?
1: Yes, I have, but that one was also a long time ago. So I will put that one on, on the maybe list because that was a really long time ago when I saw that. I think okay. that was really young.
0: Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. School days.
1: Uh, okay. Um, no. Hmm. Okay. Okay.
0: That's a good one. That's a very good one. All right. We're going to move on past Spike. Um, a film with Samuel Jackson, um, a film called Fresh. No. Okay. That's a, that's a very good movie. That's a movie about a young kid, um, who's caught up in the hood. Um, Samuel Jackson is his father. He's not the best father, but um, mm-hmm. he see. It's kind of hard. It's hard to explain a little bit. It's um. It's a coming of age story, but it's kind of like a hood coming of age story. But the way it's made is just is just very. It 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 it's made in a great way. Um, it's about a kid growing up in the crack epidemic. And uh, Boaz Yakin wrote and directed this film um out of all the films he made it's probably his best one because the other ones sound like you know they were great you know box office hits like remember the titans
1: and um i've seen this one my bad bro i have seen this one you have this one is a good one yeah i remember this one yep it's a great
0: movie dude all right i'm glad you've seen it great great um uh Hughes Brothers Films. Um, you seen Dead Presidents? No.
1: Oh, God. That's Definitely add that one to the list. <laughs> that's that's on the list, man.
0: That's Lorenz Tate, uh, Chris Tucker, Boking, Woodbine. Um, yeah, man, it's about this guy. He, he, he It shows him coming up as a teenager, then he gets into the Vietnam War, and as he returns mm-hmm. home from the Vietnam War, things get very dark. And he has to like figure out a way on how to support his family. You know, he's he's hmm. a broke, non-employed veteran, and he has to, you know, thing yeah, things get dark daughter. from there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Lorenz yeah. Tate, man. One of one of his best performances next to Manister to Society. You see Master Society? I've seen that one. Yes, I've seen okay. that one. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. You can still see me cool 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 all right um okay 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 so we got 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 a list
1: here got a little bit of a list yeah i ain't doing too bad see i I told you like i'm right in the middle man it's like i've seen some and then other ones i just completely missed i I don't
0: know man one time we talked to you and you were i think you might have been messing with us we were just naming off like straight up movies um that that everybody is seeing and you were like nah i ain't seen that I don't believe that, man. I don't. I don't believe that. I know you've seen this movie, like I think you was messing with us on some things, man. Um, but there's a documentary by the Hughes Brothers that you should. That's it. Yeah, that you should check out. Um, it's it. We're not gonna call it very important, but it's very good. It's called American Pimp. American Pimp. Mm-mm. Okay. It's really um. It's a documentary about you know um, interviewing different pimps like really learning like like the the pimp game and how some pimps are pimpology like it's really a great documentary i would i would put it on a hold for later for like when you get time like just just watch it um okay yeah i i I put that on the list that's interesting
1: though it is it is uh moonlight you seen moonlight (laughs) yeah man and i didn't really i I didn't really like that one that much. I didn't really like Moonlight. You um, did? Nah, it was, and it's not even be- because of the, you know, homosexuality in it. I mean, mm. I wasn't expecting it, Um, but- I could tell that from the of trailer. Slow. When I watched the trailer, I kind of I <laughs> yeah. kind of
0: knew it. I, I kind of knew about that, but I was okay with that because I had heard that it was shot so well. It was a well-told story, um, mm-hmm. but uh, you thought it was really slow
1: and boring? Yeah, it was it was just kind of slow. And, and maybe it's because it's an issue that I, I didn't really have to deal with. So it was kind of like Fair enough. I'm, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I know, like, there was poverty in there. And there was you know a whole bunch of other stuff and drugs and things like things like that. But it just wasn't, it just didn't hit me right. I don't know why. I just, I just, I just didn't connect to it. I can I can understand. I can understand.
0: Um, yeah, I, I like that movie. It's pretty good movie. Um, I am not your Negro. The documentary about James Baldwin.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh. no. Okay.
0: All uh, right. Yeah, that's
1: that's wait, a wait. What was was that a book? No. Um,
0: I think I think it is. I think the title of it was based off a book that James Baldwin wrote, or maybe it was an essay. I'm not too sure, but I know that the the film that's a, that's a quote from James Baldwin. The title. Okay. And the okay. documentary is about James Baldwin. Pretty solid, okay. solid black cinema. Very good. Uh, that's a recent one. But um, this, this is one that I, I hope you've seen. Uh, Eve's Bayou. Oh, Ooh, I love,
1: I love Eaves Bayou. Oh my gosh, that's oh, great. such. I almost a got worried. Film, Because I know, that. I know you would love that
0: movie. I'm like, dude, Chris needs to see this journey journey Smullett yeah played yeah.
1: her butt off in that bro uh
0: yeah. her samuel megan good uh you know yeah. lynn whitfield yeah, great cast yeah.
1: man i love that i ain't carol like, yeah and that i think that film made me fall in love with the south and well i was already in love with the south but the fact like when i saw that film it just connected me you know more with the south because i have family down there so it's just a bunch of good memories, man.
0: Okay. That's good. I'm glad you've seen that movie. Um, this next one it has a crazy ass title, but it's a, uh it's a great film about filmmaking that I think you would you would uh appreciate. Psycho psychotaxoplasm. Oh heck no, I... <laughs> <laughs> what hey man look what kind of title? Look, man, this is a film that was made in like, the, in, like in like the 60s. And um, it was made by this director, uh, this black director called um, uh, William Graves. And it's um, it's a film where this filmmaker, William Graves, he takes a film crew mm-hmm. to the park with these two actors. And he, he has them act these scenes out. But um, he doesn't really like it, it, it's not clear what the film is, but the film mm-hmm. is them making this film. Like that's that's mm-hmm. the documentary, and it's just showing how a director who's very um, improvisational, you know, he's very like a uh, you know like like a little whimsical. He just makes a film about making a film, and the reason why this 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 film is so legendary is because it shows like how how improv in how how improvisational and freeing filmmaking can be. Like it can also mm-hmm. be strict and you know to the deadline right. and very you know. Con- very um detailed, like a David Fincher, what have you, but it can also be very freeing and you know free form. Um, mm-hmm. This film kind of, it kind of redefined American cinema when it came out.
1: Really, you know, I've um, I've, I've I've thought about doing more improv stuff when when I make films, but the only thing is just I feel like that's such an intense process, especially if the actors are are inexperienced yeah. so you know which is ironic really right difficult. you wouldn't
0: yeah. expect something to be that's so flexible and free from to be intense but it can be intense mm-hmm. and that's kind of what the film shows like at one point one of the actors you know she's like dude i don't even know what i'm doing man i'm saying this whole dialogue <laughs> over i'm trying to like really give it my all but i just don't i don't know what what, what we're doing here um yeah man i i will i yeah we might put that on yeah. the list yeah
1: that that sounds interesting
0: it's very be interesting. interesting in watching that um it's
1: very interesting uh love and basketball yeah i've seen that didn't I, I don't really care for it i've seen it don't really care for it though it's it's just uh it was just all right man yeah i i, I really like that movie because i like
0: how it it, it depicts the as well where they're growing mm-hmm. up and falling in love um, like I love the uh, the whole prom night segment sequence. I uh, mm-hmm. I really love that sequence, but um, yeah, it's not for everybody. I, I, that's I, I really like that movie, but um, I, 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 I can bet you've probably seen this, but I, I just have to ask, uh, 12 years a slave.
1: Um, that was one of the ones, 12 years a slave. Who, who's in that one? Uh, Chitwell. E, I don't want to, I'm going to fuck up his name.
0: Uh, e. e. Dwarf, um You know who I'm talking about, yeah, man. No. Um, okay, so, the, so no, I have... The black have dude from seen... Doctor Strange.
1: Oh, yeah, him. Okay. I have not seen that one, and I didn't see it on purpose, because that was around the time when I was tired of seeing slave movies. I was just like, I'm tired of seeing people getting whipped on, beat on, so I just decided not to see that one. And that's when I started my whole, like, I don't know, rebellion against slave movies unless a slave movie was going to have a character that fights back. I was done with it. Can I make a case?
0: Um, listen, I don't like slave movies either. Mm-hmm. I believe me. I really don't. Um, with this film right here, it's just, it's, it's, just really just different to me. It's one of those films that's, you know, it is horrific, but there's also, there's also beauty in the horrificness, if that makes sense. Like the mm-hmm. cinematography, the way the story is told, you know, it's, it's not about a man that just it's, it's not a slave story where, you know, all hope is lost. Um, if you know the story of the man that the film revolves around, it's about a man who was duped into slavery. He was already he was a free man, but he mm. was taken as a free man. Um, and um, a, a, eventually he was let go. Like he eventually he right. found freedom um but uh it's just 12 years though (laughs) 12 years of slave dude i understand if you don't want to watch it for 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 your mental psyche but it's very it's a very powerful film dude like i wouldn't even call it a slave film like i feel like it elevates above that like there's certain slave stuff that i do like like i like roots i like underground Mm -hmm. you know because Mm -hmm. there's there's fighting back in those Birth of a Nation was cool. Like I think Hollywood. Birth of a Nation, loved it. I ain't gonna say I loved it, but I I would say that Hollywood needed a lesson on Nat Turner. Like that was a history Mm -hmm. lesson that should have been taken to the mainstream, and it was absolutely. Even though he got kind of a shit hand on the marketing side. Yeah, yeah, he did. But I, a film like that is necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Twelve Years is 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 a powerful film to me. But I, I understand your, I understand your rebellion. I totally understand it. (laughs) And <laughs> it won Best Picture, and that wasn't even like a fluke. That was like, oh, okay, I
1: understand. Steve McQueen see, is just see, a great director. See, like, back then, you know, I know it was winning all those awards and stuff, but, like, you know, a lot of slave movies seem to win awards and, you know. Amistad and all that, yeah. You know, yeah, and I just I just didn't, I, you know, I was like, all these films, you know, win awards. Because they're just beating up black bodies like that. That was my stance on it back then. I right. was just like, I don't, I don't want to see that. And then on top of that, see it get you know awarded for that. Like I was like, I was done. I was like, Nah, I'm good. Again, I totally understand what you're saying.
0: Like I never yeah. watched Amistad. People tell me it's a good movie. I just never watched it. Um, I never watched Glory, which is you know mm-hmm. they say that's one of Denzel's best roles. Um, so I totally understand what you're saying. I just think. Steve McQueen is a one-of-a-kind director. Um, you know, um, black director, black British director uh, who made this and um, another recent film, Widows, if you've seen it. Mm. You've seen Widows? No. I think you would like that one. That's with Viola Davis. She stars in it. Michelle Rodriguez, Daniel K, who just won the Oscar, shout out. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Congrats to him, man. He's worked his butt off. Oh, definitely. Great actor. Um, you know, he's made those two, and he also has like a series on Amazon Prime called Small acts which is like mm-hmm. a, a mini series of like five different films. Um, so Steve McQueen, I would just check him out, man. If you don't want to watch 12 Years, I say watch Widows. You could watch Hunger with uh, my man Michael Fassbender. Um, Shame, you know, he's he's a great filmmaker.
1: Oh mm-hmm. man, um, man, true. Well, you know, I'm I, I'm I might I might. Give it a try, but I'm probably gonna put it at the bottom of the list though.
0: Yeah, yeah. You lie. you yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. When you watch a slave movie, you gotta <laughs> you gotta <laughs> get so in good. the zone, dude. Um, uh, because even watching something like Antebellum, which I thought was just I I still kind of made me upset a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, we'll move on. Uh The Wood.
1: Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorites too. I love that. That's a good one. You've been
0: faking this out, man. You you've watched
1: black cinema, man. I think you know, like, I think the ones that the ones that you and Paige talked about, I it must have been like a batch that I hadn't seen. It had to have been because I I, I I remember the conversation and I didn't see most of those films like you guys are talking about. So it must have just been a batch that I hadn't seen.
0: I think when I get to the hood films, that's where you that's where you lack because black yeah, cinema. Because I think I think you know black cinema, but like hood films, hood cinema. You might you, mm-hmm. you might you might need some education on, but um, <laughs> here's the last thing I have for black cinema that I have written, and and y'all listening, listen, this is just my list. I know there's way more I could have gave him, but this is just the stuff I got, you know, just to not uh not bombard him with questions. But um, last one I got is Candyman.
1: No, and I want to see it. It's like literally on oh, my wow. list because I I, I want to see the new one. I had so that yeah. was one of the ones that that my you know uh I probably wasn't allowed to watch when I was younger.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Um yeah, fair enough. Um, dude, Candyman, um, that's one of those great horror films that um the villain played by Tony Todd. Um it, he's he's a very memorable villain. It's mm-hmm. it creeps under your skin, dude. That's the kind of film that creeps under your skin, and it, it deals the theme of it um, is urban too, because it takes place in the hood. Like, I think it takes place in the projects and it's really about like uh, this this villain, Candyman, you know, he terrorizes people in the projects. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it too, but I just know how great of a movie it is.
1: Yeah, you would like Candyman, dude. Yeah, I'm, I, that's definitely like at, at the top of my list to see, but I have to watch it in, in, in the daytime though. I ain't watching a drunk at night. <laughs> the that's the bell oh man that's the best part to watch something like that at nah, night. no man nah, i can't i can't do it dog <laughs> i gotta I got watch gay movies during the day
0: um fun fact the director of by You*, casey lemons she actually was in candy man really yeah she uh she had a she had a supporting role in that movie
1: nice
0: yeah casey lemons i'm a big fan um Shoot, that,
1: that makes it even even worth a watch more so i'm down the
0: fact that you gotta think about it i right,
1: that, that that gives me some pause juice. <laughs> about drinking juice in the hood um uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah i've seen this <laughs> i remember this now yeah he had that crazy hairstyle okay all right yeah, that's I've good seen
0: that. yeah. um new jack city no oh
1: Ooh, that hurts <laughs> that hurts
0: Oh man, it hurts.
1: Oh man, do you know? All right, man. wasn't that based off of like Detroit or something? Um, the Chamberlain brothers. Shot in yeah. Uh, well, it was
0: based off the uh um the Chamberlain brothers uh from uh from Detroit, but uh basically oh man oh man New Jack City dude. So basically Wesley Snipes plays a gangster uh Nino Brown, uh one of his best roles if not his best next to Blade, um. Yeah, man, you gotta watch that movie, dude. Alan Payne is his, uh, is his brother. They uh, they 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 basically um, they're they're drug dealers. You know, their main game is crack. Um, mm-hmm. and this was like in the in the middle. I, I think it was released in the middle of like when crack was a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Rock plays a great crackhead.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can
0: definitely see that. <laughs> Mario Van Peebles directed it. Barry Alexander Brown uh, wrote it. Um, Ice T is a cop. It was the fir- first time being a cop. This is pre Law and Order. Um, mm-hmm. and he nails it. Ice T nails it. Wesley nails it. Um, my man who played the uh, the criminal from the Breakfast Club, um, mm. what's his name, Jud- Judd Nelson? Um, he's in this film. He's a he's Ice T's partner. He he put he does great in it. Um, yeah, man, New Jack City, dude. You gotta watch that, man. That's on the list. That's, that's getting list. added to the list, man. I feel like you should watch Heat. I feel like you should watch Heat in New Jack City as a double feature. Because okay. I know New Jack City influenced Training Day. I just know it did. Okay. May, n- may not have been directly, but it influenced it.
1: Um, yeah. If that's if that's the case, then I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely watch it because bro, I love Training Day.
0: You're a big Training Day guy, uh, so what? What? What appeal? What? What in that film appeals to you besides, um, you know, Denzel
1: and Ethan's performances? Besides their performances, um, yeah. Well, shoot, I, f- I feel like that's kind of hard to, that's hard to answer because it was based on their performances, but yeah. Now that I think about it, first off, the whole film, you know took place the whole story took place in one day right so the film feels like you packed a lot of time into one day like you have so many different locations so many different things that happened in one day and like by the time you reach the end of it you're like this man literally experienced his first training day that was a hell of in a that day way. that was a hell of a day it you really know was. So like like I, I don't know if, if you've ever been super busy during the day or whatever, just running around from place to place to place to place, and then if it's like a whole week went by, like, that's probably what his training day felt like. Let me tell you something, man. Every time I'm out with my
0: boys, and uh, let's say one of my uh, one, one of my um, guys, he says something that's kind of like, you know, oh, man, I don't know. Hey, hey, you a man or a wolf? You a man <laughs> or <you> a wolf? <laughs> oh! Wanna go jail? You wanna go, J, yeah, you wanna go home? You wanna go Jay? You wanna go home? <laughs> hey, what about Macy Gray scene? <laughs>
1: that ain't no Warren. Okay. Yeah, right <laughs> there ain't no police. <laughs> she was like, hey, hey, uh she, 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 she told the, the the whole hood to 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 lay on them because she yes. was like, they, they ain't no cops. They ain't no cops. <laughs> that seems crazy. Hey, hey
0: dude. <laughs> and when Denzel and Ethan are having to shootout. He says, I'm surgical
1: with this bitch, Jake. Right, right. <laughs> surgical with this bitch. <laughs> How you want it, dog? Close casket <laughs> <laughs> He should play more gangster roles like that, man. That was one of his best roles. Dude, it, it was. And I, I think the reason that people liked it so much was because up until that point, Denzel had always played a good a good guy.
0: Right. Yeah. You know? He was he was terrific as the bad guy. Um, yeah, you know, um undeniably well arguably his best role to me is uh is Malcolm X which I'm I I, I hope you watch um but uh you know that's up there that's definitely up there um let me ask you about another
1: Denzel movie you
0: seen Man on Fire
1: um yeah I did see that man but when I saw it it wasn't um wasn't there like a, a a torture scene in there yeah 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 so like I saw, yeah, I saw part of that film, but I couldn't finish it because uh, torture, torture like rubs me the wrong way. I really like, that's one of the things where I can't really watch it. But as I've gotten older, you know, I've, you know, I can watch a little bit more of it, but I still kind of like, I'm like, ah, that really sucks. So I take it you're a big fan of Saw? Heck, you know, I stayed away from that film. I wouldn't touch that film with a twelve foot pole, bro. Skip that. <laughs> oh man, anything that's saw related, man. I just, I'm like, nah, I'm good. So you're not, you know, you 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 ain't checking for spiral. Absolutely not. Nope. Not, like, not all that. All that. Nah. Not even to hear Sam Jackson drop an MF bomb. Man, skip it. I've seen him drop an MF bomb too many times. I'm good. <laughs> not in a saw film. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I'm good. All right, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um,
0: uh, oh, speaking about Samuel, great segue. Uh, One Eight Seven. Yes, that was a good film too. I did see that. It's a very great film, dude. I think that might be next to Lakeview Terrace and Pope Fitcher, his best performance.
1: Okay, Lakeview Terrace was good, but I I, I think uh, One Eight Seven was way better than like, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to compare Lakeview Terrace to One Eight Seven. Well,
0: I'm talking about performances
1: like the crazy cop living next door that's
0: a perfect mm. role for Samuel that like is like that that's a perfect <laughs> yeah, role right. for Samuel dude you're right. like um Lakeview Terrace the movie was a, it was a cool thriller you know but i think mm-hmm. performance wise Samuel Jackson just nailed it yeah yeah i'd say that i can agree with that yeah um well, all right i'm
1: glad you've seen 187 paid in full yes seen that too um okay everybody okay. really loves that film yeah it's i mean it's 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 good it's not something i'm just like raving about but it's it's good though that's but, one of those uh, you films... know what um with with wood harris i, I like the character but that's only because people say i i look like him um <laughs> but um people say you look like avon no no uh wood wood harris i i know but, i know he oh he, yeah he, the he played character. the character avon yeah 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 they, they say i look like avon yeah but um but I, I do like his character in, um, in, in Payton though.
0: Okay, okay. Um, okay, I'm glad you've seen that. I feel like that's a movie that it's best to, it's best to have watched that movie when you were growing up around that time because it, mm-hmm. it feels a little timeless. Um, I saw it Payton it for a little in the era after it was real popular, mm-hmm. but I still liked it. Um, it was way before the man I am today. Like if I watched that film today, I'd be like, man, this is okay. Um, but knowing knowing that I've watched it before, like I, I can remember all the memorable moments, how Cameron was a fool in that movie, but he's a he- complete fool. Complete Makai's Makai Pfeiffer's great scene in the car with the tears are coming down. Yeah. Someone's gonna have to die, <laughs> B.
1: Someone's gonna have to
0: die, B. Like, you know, yeah. like that. I could I could see how this film is so legendary because I kind of grew, I kind of like, you know known about it, its um its greatness over time like if I had watched it today I'd be like eh, okay but I I, I that, that film has
1: nostalgia for me let me just put it that see, way see like for, for me I watched it I watched it way after it was popular like way, like years after. So like, you know, okay. everybody had already seen it. So I, and that's part of the reason why I watched it because everybody talked about it so much. I was like, all right, let me see what it's about. I mean, yeah, is it a good film? Absolutely, but is it like one of those ones where I just connect to it? I'm like, yeah, this this film is dope. I mean, it has good moments, don't get me wrong, but it's just like, yeah. I mean, it's good, but you know, I'm not raving about it. Okay, I got you. Um. So
0: being that you watch BET, you might you might have already seen this film, Holiday Heart. Nope, never even heard of it. Oh wow. Um, yeah, we'll put a maybe next to that one for if we want to. What's that one? one like, like a romance film? No, um, it's uh it's Ving Rhames and Alfie Woodard. Um I think Robert Townsend directed it, to be honest. But um basically what it is, uh Ving Rhames, if you can believe it. He plays a uh he plays a drag queen. Um but the 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 thing, dude, he but he his performance is great though, man. Like he nails it, dude. Um it's a great performance. And really it's about um he plays a gay drag queen and uh he becomes friends with this um single mom and her daughter, and um just trying to protect them from the um from the streets, you know. So um Alfie Woodard is the mother, and she has um you know, she she uh she's drug addicted. The young daughter, you know, she um, you know, she uh he 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 grows really attached to both of them. It's a great film, dude. Yeah, Robert Townsend directed it. Um okay. I think it was originally a TV movie. Um, but it was a great TV movie. It came on Showtime. Okay. Yeah, dude. Uh I check it out, man. Holiday Heart is a great movie. That's a great um it it it's it, it's hood it's hood cinema. It could also nah. It's been a while since I watched. It. I think I would keep it at hood cinema, but it's great hood cinema. Um, we'll okay. we'll we'll add that to the list as a maybe. We'll we'll, we'll see at the end of this what we're gonna put.
1: But um, South Central. Um, I'm I'm gonna just say no. I feel like I have seen it, but it might have been a while ago. That's so one of those movies. No. Yeah, that's one of those movies where I've
0: seen clips. I know how great it is, but I've never seen the whole thing the whole way through. Um, but I heard that's a great movie, too. So we, we kind of in the same boat. I never watched the whole thing, um, but I know how much of a classic it is. Um, okay, so uh, we got we got Peak, 2000s Nick Cannon. Um, two top films off the dome. Drumline?
1: Man, of course, bro. Come on, man. <laughs>
0: I was expecting I, you to I, say no. I, I just
1: I just watched I, I just watched uh I watched drumline like like maybe three times within the last 3 months. Um but the first time I saw it, bro, I got inspired to actually play the drums and then, you know, it's when point, I, I it inspires you. Yeah, it, it does. And, you know, I in in music class, I remember when in in middle school, I wanted to uh, play the drums cuz I was playing the violin. Mm-hmm. My, music, my music teacher wouldn't let me. So I was like, man, what the heck? So, but now I'm, I'm I'm thinking about going out and buying a drum pad and actually practicing playing the drums just because of that movie.
0: That movie was to um, young boys in school what The Hunger Games was to uh, young white girls. Everyone wanted to everyone <laughs> wanted to get into archery because they saw Jennifer Lawrence, mm-hmm. you know, pull a bow, pull a pull a bow back and you know release. Everybody wanted yeah. in the drums because we saw Nick Cannon, you know.
1: Like just killing it on he the drums, he was ripping it, dog. Like that was yeah. just dope. And and, and and the fact that you know he could, you know, his character had that gift to where he could hear something mm. and then play it. Like that was that's amazing. That's that's raw talent, man.
0: Instincts. And, yeah, Nick Cannon has some classics, man. Um, another one I, I want to note.
1: Um, uh, my personal favorite, "Love Don't mm. Cost a Thing." I love that film. I love it. I love really, that movie. When I was younger, of course. Um. It was because of Christina Million. I was oh was of course, of mom. course.
0: That that's why Every man, that cheerleading scene. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, I love that film too. Oh man, so many great things about that film. It was like it's like Steve Harvey and one of his funniest, you know, yeah. um Keenan Thompson, my yeah. man Kyle Penn before Harold and Kumar. Uh yeah. That's a great film, dude. I love Love Don't Cost a Thing. Yeah, it's
1: All it's, right. just a, it's an instant classic, man. Yeah. Um,
0: I didn't add this to the list, but I, I, I'm sure the answer is yes. Uh, you got served.
1: Oh yeah, of course, man. That one's a good one too. The, the craziest thing about that movie. I don't know if it's a good man, one, yes. but
0: it was <laughs> the good for <craziest> first time.
1: <laughs> the, the back on the thing now, thing is about so that corny. movie, man. Um, Chris Brown died in the beginning, dog, and like that's, oh, that's like the yard. To go see that's, the movie. Oh, that's oh. the yard. My bad.
0: Same movie, Wait, man. Sorry. I mean, one was just made later, but it's the same movie. Stop the all is better than You Got
1: Served. Um, I think it has a story. Oh, yeah, story My line. bad. I, I I got them really confused. Yes. You got served is Omarion, B2K. Yeah, yeah. Omarion and all them. Um, yeah, I love that one. I love You Got Served. Uh um, I think it's a great one. I, I think it's like one of those ones where it's like it's it's simple, yeah, effective. Mm. You know, it's good in entertainment value. Um, And then of course, like Stomp the Yard, you're right. That is a a different film, but that one's good too. But whatever, still completely different, different vibes, but two great films. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah. Um, I know you've seen these movies, but I feel I need to ask. Um, Barbershop, Beauty Shop? Yep, both of them, all of them. Okay, all right, you can just move on. Um, I mean, because I, you know, let's let's just move on. Um, Martin, okay, we're gonna go into some Martin Lawrence here. Um, Blue Streak, no, so it's like really, you didn't see that one where he was trying to be the cop, nope. Oh, wow. We might have to add that to the list that's a classic Martin Lawrence thing
1: you know what I might have seen part of that when I went over to my uncle's house but I really wasn't paying attention because I was just over there just to you know hang out so I know when you. I was really young as well
0: I think that might be my favorite Martin Lawrence movie that's up there um a thin
1: line between love and hate nope Ooh. I can he, tell you I'm, I'm probably going to struggle with Martin Lawrence cuz I haven't really seen too many of his besides of course Bad Boys. Okay. Yeah, he directed that one, The Thin Line Between Love and
0: Hate. That's a great one, man. That's like um it's like kind of like a comedic black fatal attraction and Lynn Weefield is kind of like in the Glenn Close role. Um yeah, that's an underrated one, man. You 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 would like that movie. Um okay. Okay, so we'll move on from that. You're from Detroit. So, of course, I know you've seen this. You probably live near here like everyone else thinks we do. Eight Mile.
1: Of course. Yes. Definitely seen that one. When who, who, I, who hasn't? Well, I, I want to say who hasn't seen that one, but actually never mind.
0: <laughs> when I was at State, man, I, I I would tell people, oh, I'm from Detroit. Oh, my God. Have you been to Eight Mile? Eight Mile? <laughs> yes. Yes. A lot of people have been to Eight Mile. We, we, we drive past it, uh, if you can believe it. Oh my God, you you right. know where the the Eminem place is? No, because
1: Eminem <laughs> doesn't live on Eight Mile. That's the name of the movie. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? Like, I, I you, like- you
1: know, it's, it's it's history to that though, too. You know, to to the street because on on one side it was richer or upper class people, on the other side right. was like just the hood, and that was like the dividing line. And you know that's why the film was called Eight Mile. So, um, but. Uh, so a lot of people don't know that aspect of it though too so yeah um yeah
0: you're right you're right um let's let go off some quick 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 tupac films uh juice of course man i love that film okay uh tupac i haven't crazy yeah Have you ever yeah, seen yeah. that no, no no i've seen juice i was gonna say the next one i was about the uh, name i haven't seen but uh yeah okay. tupac was crazy in that movie um above the rim um no i never saw that one either man but i know it's a classic um here's one i really like um with him and tim roth and fandy newton uh gridlocked you seen nope. Gridlocked?
1: nope okay all right that's that's a good movie um I'm probably that's gonna struggle with his films as well because i've only seen a few of his poetic justice juice same that's the only ones that come to the top of my mind right now but yeah same here it's uh it's written and directed by
0: von d curtis hall who is um the husband of uh casey lemons who made uh, uh eve's by you just, just like you know, give you a background but um it's a good movie. that's a good movie man that's a that's a pretty good movie not bad another von d curtis hall film that's kind of hood cinema you've seen waist deep with tyrese
1: <laughs> yeah I've seen that, <laughs> I saw that one. it's one of those movies that's just it's eye, right. it's entertaining yeah, it all right. it's just eye, right, though it's one of those films that you know you, you it looks good at 4am and you're just like oh this is on okay whatever I'll, I'll watch it
0: okay alright this is an important one the players club I'm gonna just say no with Lisa Ray, Lisa Ray, Ice is that Cube, the one... Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac is the strip club owner. Jamie Foxx is the DJ. That's not the one where where she gets raped, is it? One of the characters gets raped.
1: Okay.
0: Dang,
1: I said that so. It... I said that so <laughs> nonchalant. One of the characters Can, gets raped. Cameron is in that, right? He's in that one too,
0: or no? No, Ice Cube. He's starting and Cube. directed in it.
1: Uh, Look it up, because I think you might look it up right quick, because I think you might need a refresher. You might have seen that film. Yep. Uh, I I believe I've seen this. Yep, I've seen it. Yep, I remember. Okay. All right. All right. That that was a good one, too.
0: Yeah, it was a very good one. Very funny. Um, All right, we got three more. Get Rich or Die (laughs) Trying. Yeah, with 50 Cent? Yeah, I saw that one. Okay. All right. All right. That movie when it came out, I was a little iffy because I liked Eight Mile because I liked Eminem. I liked Fifty mm. Cent too, but you know Eminem was you know has just I like I liked his I like him better as a rapper. um Fifty Cent I was looking at like eh, I don't know if I can take him in this movie,
1: but I watched it. It's a solid gangster film. It was it was good and actually I I have to watch it again. But Fifty is like such an interesting like character and I, I don't know he he has this mysteriousness to him and he's a troll really portrays you said what i said he's a troll he, he really is, troll, is. he's he's a he's an expert 100%. troll yeah he is that but like that you know the what he brings to the the screen is just this mysteriousness um you, you kind of just you don't know what to expect from him in his characters you know i mean Granted, they're all I got gangster-like, you. but yeah.
0: Oh, wait, because I remember last time, one of the last times we, we 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 got together, you had told me that you didn't see Coming to America, and you had to rewatch it before you watched the new one. Is that right?
1: No, so I saw Coming to America, but I wanted to rewatch it before the new one came out. Okay, I got been, you. it had been years since I had seen the first one.
0: I got you, I got you. Um. Have you seen Life
1: mm, with Eddie no. and Martin,
0: Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence?
1: No. Oh, oh,
0: <laughs> that's on the list. That's on the list. Okay. Uh, yeah, you gotta check out Life, man. That's that's, that's brilliant. Um, okay. Uh, how about the first low key Kevin Hart vehicle? Uh, Soul Plane.
1: Oh yeah, I saw that. That one was a good one too. Yeah,
0: Um, yeah, I kind of figured you seen Soul Plane.
1: I'm not a fan of Kevin Hart movies, to be honest, but that is one of the ones that I did see. Yeah, yeah,
0: that wasn't really a Kevin Kevin Hart movie because he wasn't Kevin Hart then, but uh, he was the main character in that film. I thought he did pretty all right. I mean, for a goofy movie,
1: I thought it was. I think that movie's hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah, Soul Plane is great. Kevin Hart when he stars in his own movies. I just don't like it, man. He he, he plays off of his height and his, you know, fact that he's a scared, dark-skinned man too much. I don't like that. I heard a comedian, uh, Aerie
0: Spears, I heard Aerie Spears say, man, this dude is uh, four foot something in all teeth. He's the most non-threatening black man in the movie.
1: Yeah,
0: it's true, though. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, if you into them, you into them. I ain't got no problem. With it. I I don't watch a lot of Kevin Hart films. Like I've seen the Jumanji. I've seen one of the Jumanji films, which I kind of which I, I kind of liked. But um, mm-hmm. I kind of stand on people say what they say about them. Um, you know, it is what it is. If you if you if that's your market, if that's what you after. Then you know, that's what you want to watch. Um. All right, this last one I got here. Um, I think I might have one one or two more after, but uh, this last one I got here, I haven't seen, but I know it's a classic uh, Leprechaun
1: 2. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and that's one of the weirdest movies I've seen, you know, back in the day. But yeah, saw that one, enjoyed it. Okay, okay. Vampire in Brooklyn? Nope. I, I, I will struggle with, with Eddie Murphy movies as well, because I, I didn't really watch a lot of his
0: okay vampire brooklyn is it's okay it's okay i like it but it's okay uh uh bowfinger with him and steve martin that's a great one no heard of it but haven't watched it yeah okay all right i ain't gonna add that to the list but it's a great one um okay all right so we're not we're not too bad here uh this is about one two three four five six seven Thirteen films on uh, the list I had, so not not too bad, not too bad. Uh, Was that about half? I don't know if that's half.
1: uh Oh. We we mean uh oh. <laughs> if <laughs> that means I got like a fifth or a, a F basically. You got so less than half. Films, I don't know. You, you yeah. got you
0: got less than half,
1: so you don't have a you don't have an
0: F. You got a C. You got a C plus. All right, cool. I'll take that. Hey, you will take, take that. that. Uh, you got a C plus from a guy that's going off his subjective view of what great black films are. So, in reality, yeah. that's probably a B. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but all right, all right, let's nail this down here, man. Let's nail this down to five. So I got, I got set it off, which is a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch these movies to you. Um, I got set it off, which is a great. Uh, that's just that's just that's just such a great black feminist film, dude. You got Queen Latifah in her best, and which is arguably her best role. I still haven't seen Bessie, and I heard people love her in Chicago. Oh, um,
1: set it off is the one where uh, they 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 rob banks or something, right? Yeah, is that, that one. Yeah, okay, I ha- I have seen that one. <laughs> I saw oh, that man. one. See, you see when I when I when I explained that to you,
0: and you was like
1: nah, like you was just straight up like nah. Nah. No, because <laughs> like, it, it, it didn't sound it didn't sound familiar, but uh um, like I know this dude has 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 seen this, man. Yep, I've definitely seen that. Okay, all right. So we'll
0: cut that from the list. All right, so now you're at a C. I mean, I mean now you're at a B minus.
1: All right, cool. That's, that's you're, you're,
0: you're at a B minus. All right, um, so now um higher learning. Um, I pitch this this is a very underrated John Singleton film. This one was kind of low-key a little bit compared to like the Baby Boys and the Boys in the Hood. Um, you got Omar Epps in a great leading role. It's really an ensemble film. You got Omar Epps, you got Michael Rappaport, you got uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Ice Cube, Buster Rhymes, Jennifer Connelly. It's, it's a great ensemble film about different ways of life at a college. Um, mm-hmm. So you have you have the black students, um, you have the the uh, the neo Nazis, the undercover mm-hmm. neo Nazis. Um, you have um, you have this one woman who's um, who, who's dealing with her sexuality and and and, and trying to um, trying to come out. Um, and um, you know with um, you got Omar Epps who's kind of in the middle, who comes mm-hmm. from the hood, but is trying to like really fi- he's trying to find himself out. He's figuring out what his identity is. And Loris Fishburne plays, um, he he plays this role as this professor. That's like trying to get him to reach a higher learning, which is what the title mm. of the film is. Um, you know, Ice Cube, you know, he's he he's uh, more on the black power side of things. That's his mm. friend at the uh at the college that's um, you know, educating him. Buster is really just Busters, Buster rhymes. <laughs> he, he's he's just Buster, uh, but he's a great Buster. Um so that's what I would describe that film as. Uh Malcolm X okay. non-negotiable. Malcolm X is non-negotiable. non-negotiable. That's a, that's on the list. We, that, that's one of them. Uh Crooklyn, okay. like I said, it's 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 uh it's nostalgic. Crookland is set in the 70s, but it's just a great slice of life coming of each film. So that's okay. that's that's my pitch for Crooklyn. dead presidents. That's right up your alley, man. Dead Presence is up your alley, dude. Like, that's a great action thriller film. Okay. Um, I'm with it. Psycho Taxiplasm. Yeah, that 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 crazy title. Yeah, I <laughs> I mean, I pretty much explained to you what that film is, so that, that was my pitch for that one. Um, 12 Years a Slave. I mean, we can put that on the back burner, because uh, I know, like Please you said, you don't that. like slave movies, but whenever you're ready to give it a chance i would seriously give it a chance um mm-hmm. candy man i could definitely gotta watch that one for sure yeah candy man uh um that's that's a pretty good uh horror film that's what
1: leprechaun 2 probably should have been but leprechaun mm-hmm. 2 was more of a comedy so yeah yeah they, they, they turned it into something that was more funny than serious the first one was a little bit more serious than the second one I, I haven't even seen it in a while but i just remember the difference between the two was like like okay now it's a comedy like the, i was expecting something else right uh new jack city non-negotiable
0: it's just it's not negotiable that's number two um holiday heart uh dude i Vin rames really does pull it off in that film alfie woodard is great too um, Holiday Hearts a pretty good movie. I, I would uh, I would recommend it. Blue Streak, great Martin Lawrence film. Dave Chappelle is in it. Uh, Luke Wilson, um, I, uh, Octavia Spencer, who was kind of relatively unknown back then. She has a, she has a mm. scene in it. Uh, Blue Streak is very it's funny, dude. Um okay. Thin Line Between Love and Hate. I pretty much explained that to you. Like that's a that's a great one um so so far the non-negotiable ones i have are uh malcolm x new jack city and life so okay it's like like two more out of this list all right so what what do you think and i got higher learning dead presidents symbiote Candyman, holiday heart blue streak and thin line oh um i'll let you pick the last two
1: Blue Streak, Candyman? Candyman? Or is that one already on is that one um, already on
0: there? I mean, it's on there, uh, but I can add it as five. I really think, I'm, I'm going to be real, man, I think you should watch Dead Presidents before Candyman.
1: Really? I think okay, you would so really like
0: Dead Presidents, dude. You would really like Candyman, too, but I think Dead Presidents holds more weight than Candyman in the scheme of things. Hmm.
1: All right. I'll, I'll, I'll trust you, know you on this one, man. But, but you know, if, if I don't like it, I'm going to come and find you, bro. I know. I know. <laughs>
0: you know what, man? I'm going to send you this list and I'm going to send you with the first five of Must Watch. And right before it, right on top in huge font, I'm going to say, watch Heat. <laughs> I'm going to put that in large letters, dude. Watch Heat. Because like it's it's okay. it's a travesty to me as a man that you haven't seen that film yet.
1: Well shoot, if, if if it inspired Training Day, I'm down for it, man. Oh yeah, I have no doubt. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, so what you been up to lately, man, in the independent film life?
1: Man, um, recently, it's been all about shoots that that bring in money. To be honest, that's that's what, um, 2020 or at least the last half of. 2020 was about and so i'm kind of continuing that this year but what i've realized man is like um i gotta get back to being creative on my shoots and that's where you know doing like spec ads or doing um like just shoots that might not you know bring in money but just might show the artistry of a video um, so that's kind of what I'm trying to get back to, because I've I've started to get kind of bored, like, yes, I'm bringing your money. Absolutely. But that can start to get stale after a while. You know, it's just, it's just commercialized. And it's, it's, you know, it's about what the client wants, which is nothing wrong with that. But like, when you have your own ideas or whatever, or you find yourself not exactly not shooting what you didn't intend to shoot, but just You're starting to realize that your creative juices are just being drained in a way that's not fulfilling. It's um, it becomes not as fun. So you know, 2000, the rest of 2021, and then even going into 2022, I'm trying to put more content out there so that I actually find fulfilling in 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 the in the direction that I want to go. So that's kind of what I'm focusing
0: on now. It feels like the independent filmmaker's life is a is a ever changing one. Yeah. And I feel like like one of the main things you go through is to keep finding inspiration and keep that motivation to, uh you know, uh, be great and just like keep going for like that uh <clears throat> Well, what am I trying to call it here? Um I don't want to say independence but keep going for that satisfaction you get from being your own boss and really like doing your job to the point where it's not a job to you. You're just doing what you love. Did I get yeah. that right?
1: Plenty. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. And you know, the fact that it continuously changes is the greatest it's the oh, greatest okay. curse, but it's also, also the, the greatest benefit of it. You know, cause it's like one day you're shooting some kind of, you know, just product commercial. And then the next day you're shooting cars. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just, yeah. it's different. And um, but, you know, with that change, sometimes you might enjoy it. Other times you might not. So it's just accepting that lifestyle, really.
0: I can dig it. I can dig it, man. Um, You're a braver man than me. And I applaud you for doing that, even through this pandemic. You know, I applaud you for, like, still um, being able to get work and, and shine bright and it's all working towards a purpose i think you know that you know you're you're building your resume but at the same time you're you're working you're doing what yeah. you like to do
1: yeah man absolutely and you know really all this is for film that's my ultimate passion I, I and i've realized that you know and so everything else i do if that's for money is just trying to well i mean for one it's so that you know me and my family can survive but you right. know you hope that one day you know bring in seven figures eight figures or whatever from the production company and you can use some of that money to make films so that's the goal but what about you though man what have you been up to what have you been writing uh lately
0: to be honest nothing i'm getting ready to move um yeah. i haven't it's had time take up a lot of time yeah it's taking up a lot of time my plan is when i do move though um i've been doing vlog entries to uh, keep that writing muscle strong know just basically just jotting my thoughts down um jotting down stream of consciousness because i feel like keep keeping the writing muscle strong is keeping the writing mind strong um Mm -hmm. and that's what's going to kind of get me back into like because i was in the middle of revising a script i wrote um it's a a Mm sci-fi script um which um i'm very i have a lot of great thoughts about it um but i I, i'm i'm working on revising that and i'm working on this uh this great spec episode that's like in the vein of frankenstein well it is frankenstein but it's a bit more you know kind of procedural um it's kind of more of a comedy than like a straight up sci-fi sci-fi comedy but um you know i'm just trying to right now i'm just trying to like get life uh situated um because i got i got an important event coming up and once i get you know, all situated down the Carolinas, then I'll get back to writing. Seriously.
1: Man, that's crazy, man. Car- Carolinas. South or North? Uh, North.
0: Um, yeah, because I, I know I'm not procrastinating, but I know procrastination sneaks up like a mother f- trucker. Um, And yeah. it sneaks up well, too. It sneaks up to the point yeah. where you're already in the middle of it, and you're like, damn, dude, shouldn't I be writing something? But it's like... <laughs> i um i don't i don't let I don't let go of my dreams or my goals. It's just that i I realized that a lot happened and they got put on hold you know new job, then another new job, wedding, marriage um yeah, I'm just trying to like get a grip before the little kids come along. you know what I mean like yeah. I, 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 I i we're not expecting right now, but like when we do expect, I at
1: least want to get some kind of grip um yeah yeah man um I'd say you know, try to do that but what what I can say too, almost no amount of preparation oh it's never gonna be a hundred percent like you're prepared, you know, and like right. it, it's it's gonna it's gonna disrupt your life like just point period blank having a kid will disrupt your life so. You know, yes. you'll, you'll you'll have to figure out like ways to work around it, um, and you know, kind of salvage like time that you can use to for your craft. Um, yeah, that's just like, like yeah. that's just how
0: it is, really. Um, no, I'm 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 taking in the advice, and I'm glad you
1: I'm glad you're giving it to me. Yeah, um, so. But but shoot, while, while you don't have any bro, you, you try to write as much as you can, man. Um, I know for me, like I, I have a journal of like ideas and concepts that you know I want to film or make stories out of and stuff like that in my computer. Here's um, the thing that I look at, dude. I used to do that all the time. I used to just write
0: down random bits of dialogue in in um in like this notepad page on my iPhone. Any 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 stranger that reads it will probably be like, what the what the fuck is all this? You know what I mean but it's like I haven't been doing that lately I gotta get back to that because I know a lot of funny things come across my mind but mm. i I just i I've been ignoring it and that's not that's
1: not good. yeah <laughs> yeah bro you gotta write those down. I mean it, you, you'll always have new ideas and stuff but like you know when you really have a good one and then it just you know you you, you forget it that really sucks. And it's like oh, i know that one was good like what was it you know and it, sometimes it comes back and other times it doesn't yeah yeah definitely
0: um i you know what man every time this is why i kind of need this podcast with you and Paige. and i know Paige is a little out for a while but uh you know you two really inspired me man you inspired what? me to, you two really inspired me to get off my ass man because i i i'm not i'm not listen i'm not you know the classic saying goes. You know, um, you know, uh, ish don't change unless you get up and wipe your behind. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. Ish don't change unless you get up and you know wipe yourself. Um, I'm not sitting on my behind in real life. You know, I got a job. You know, I'm moving. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm making moves. But as far as like my professional, not even my professional, but as far as like my 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 the passionate work side of my life. I feel like I've been sitting on my behind. I know I'm taking care of stuff, but I feel like I got another side of my brain telling me, okay, when you take care of this stuff, you know, you you, you you got married, you got the job, you're moving. Are you gonna Are you gonna leave this side of your? Are you gonna leave this side in the dust when you finally get done moving, or are you finally gonna come up with another excuse like, oh, I'm expecting now, like you know, the, the kid, you, you're gonna be a, you, you know, you you're even if you're transitioning to fatherhood that mean what you can't write words anymore like right. i just i got to keep myself centered that you know um success doesn't have an age limit on it at all but nope. i don't want to be in my 40s saying okay i'm gonna get back to writing now well what were you doing from 27 to to now you know <laughs> what i mean like I, yeah 13
1: I, years I,
0: right and i know life you know like life is crazy you know life um whatever's meant to happen will happen you know um uh, yeah. we can try to form our destinies however we want but you know whatever's meant to happen will happen um i just don't want to be lazy while it's happening
1: mm-hmm. i feel you 100 man but the, the the fact that you have that thought and you're aware of it makes all the, the, the difference like, yeah
0: i feel like some people you know they're stuck in the matrix you know yeah. they're like um they start off like post, because co- let me tell you something, man, post college, like post an environment where you're supposed to be uh, mm-hmm. working and on the clock. Like in my screenwriting class, I I was brilliant, man. I still am brilliant, but I, I was brilliant because I had a deadline. I'm a very deadline driven person, mm-hmm. but I, I realized post college, you have to make your own deadlines.
1: Yeah,
0: I got to make my own deadlines and that, that's something I need to work on. Um, because you know post not having a professor tell me okay i want you to write a 10 page script about this or i need the next 10 Mm -hmm. pages in today because i'm not in that because i'm not even in a writer's room i'm by myself it 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 can be a little like oh i'll get to it Mm -hmm. i'll I'll get to it and people say that post-college but then you say that and the next day you're 28 years old going dude wait wait what scripts have I written? What do I, what do I got? And I got some scripts. I got some scripts, but the mindset is everything. Like you just said, some people have the mindset, like, I'm not going to lose it. Then you wake Mm -hmm. up as a father, you know, (laughs) married and you know, you have a great career, but it's not the career you love. Yeah.
1: Yeah. um, There's, there's something to be said about, you know, surrounding yourself with, with people that um, are, going places whether mm-hmm. they are horizontal to you or even if they're you know just a little bit ahead of you because it keeps you it keeps you sharp it keeps you motivated you know i mean so like when you hang out with people who are doing things it um it, it lights that fire and you're just like you know what i can do it too and i want to do it because if i'm hanging around these people i'm not trying to get left behind because then it's like i really fail you know unless of course you have a, a circumstance and you know life like you said life happens mm-hmm. but um you know the fact that if you didn't try at all you know that makes a difference dude so, man That's that's
0: what you and page are to me man i look at you too and i'm like these people they're doing it i know you guys y'all always like oh man this is so tough you know i got so many things lined up and i look at it like man they they got things lined up they're doing it
1: man that's that that's all of us man all of us motivate each other, man. Like you, you motivate me to, you know, watch films and get, you know, on my film grind so I can actually right. you know, uh you know, know what's going on in the film world. You know, Paige motivates me. I'm, I'm it, 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 we bounced off each other, man. It's not, it's not just one way, believe me, man.
0: Yeah, the way, the way I look at it, it's like, um I saw this great meme, Uh, well, it wasn't even a meme, it was a picture, it was like all the black superheroes, it was Black Lightning, Black Panther, Blade, they're all saying to each other, man, I'm trying to get like you, man. I'm trying to get like you. I'm trying to get like you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, it's like building each other up and inspiring each other. You know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like as a, as a, my, as a minority group in, um in this field in cinema, we need that more than ever to build each mm-hmm. other up. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think that that caps it
1: off, man. Um, My name's Anthony. Yeah, man, this has been a great session. My name is Chris, and what we'll see you guys on the next episode.
0: Yeah, we'll see you on the next vault. Um, like and subscribe. Uh, have a blessed one. All right.